0: Everybody. Welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you a few suggestions to watch over the weekend on streaming. And we're going to jump right into this like we always do, and I'm going to throw this over to Bill.
1: Oh, I am totally unprepared. Uh, see, I'm, I'm searching for something. So, um, if you haven't seen Sisu, you should go see Sisu, but I'm not recommending it because it's not really streaming. You actually have to, like, go to a movie theater. But, man... This is such a great movie. It's it's about like John Wick's Norwegian granddad who, um, it's at the end of the war, the Nazis are scorching the earth in Finland or Norway or someplace that's really cold. And um, this guy finds some gold and the Nazis try to steal his gold, but uh, he's a killing machine. He's like my age, but he works out. And uh, it's just great. Lots of dead Nazis and gold. Just so many fun, it's so many fun ways. But, It's funny how, you know, Hollywood, uh, things always come in pairs, like, you know, Armageddon, Deep Impact, uh, you know, whatever. Apparently, Netflix was working on the same idea, and they made Blood and Gold, which is playing, as you would expect, on Netflix, because they get first shot at the movies they produce. And it's about at the end of World War II. The Nazis are scorching the earth, knowing, you know, the soldiers know this ain't going well, and, uh, you know, what's, what's the point? Might as well just commit even more atrocities. And uh, one of them just decides, ah, F this noise, quits, and they're hunting him down. So, you know, his, his former friends are after him. He's trying to get back to his daughter. He never wanted to be in the war in the first place, He's, you know. And then it turns out that they're, they're all going toward this town because they, you know, it's believed, it's been revealed that the, some of the elders in this town, real scumbags, threw out their only Jewish family and stole their gold and have hoarded it somewhere so the nazis are you know these guys are trying to get the gold they're led by a guy who's straight out of a comic book half his face is missing he's got some bad paper plastered over it you know we're going to reveal that sooner or later and this is basically a quentin tarantino movie it's not as well written as a tarantino movie it doesn't have the you know all that cool dialogue but it's got the font that he uses all the time and uh it's got that aesthetic you know and and look there's worse things in life than filmmakers saying i want to make a quentin tarantino movie and indeed they did it's got uh cool some cool characters you know don't don't get too attached to anyone cuz not all of them make it to the end and it's it's got some cool twists and turns and it's a feel good movie look you know so man this is the golden age of uh Nazis and gold it's just uh yeah just just a a f- smorgasbord of treasure here so uh blood and gold on netflix definitely worth your time oh strangely enough it's in spanish so you know you're listening it's like these nazis don't sound as guttural as i'm used to hearing you know where every word just sounds (laughs) and uh no it's so it's in spanish you just got to get used to that but we're used to watching our nazis speaking in english with vaguely german accents so uh, you know go with the flow here and I will throw this over to um, Nazis, Blood, Gold,
2: No Skinheads, Zach. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just look right past that segue and uh, go into my first recommendation here. And I actually have a, a theme this week. It's kind of a tenuous theme. Um, but I wanted to uh, highlight one of my my favorite comedians, one of my favorite actresses, um, and also I'm gonna just just admit this straight up, um, a bit of a, a celebrity crush of mine. Um, so my first sh- uh, my first recommendation is a TV show. It is on uh, Max or HBO Max, uh, formerly known as. Um, The name of the show is The Other Two, and the premise is pretty simple. Uh, There's a young boy, a young teenage boy, who becomes an overnight kind of teen heartthrob sensation when he uh, records a music video for a song that he wrote and puts it on YouTube, and it blows up. Uh, and basically, he becomes an overnight sensation. And uh, it, it's kind of a, a a very thinly veiled, like, uh, Justin Bieber situation, basically. Um, but the show's not really about him. He's kind of a secondary character, as the name of the show would suggest. It is actually about his siblings. Um, he's, uh, I, I was not familiar with uh, either of these, uh, the, the actor that plays his brother or the actress that plays his sister. Uh, but they're both amazing. They're basically, it's about them kind of trying to... Uh, come to terms with the fact like his brother is kind of a a a failed actor or he's trying to be be an actor and his uh sister used to be uh, a dancer and she kind of gave that up so uh, they're both kind of uh they, they spent their lives trying to be artists and overnight he just becomes this uh this huge sensation and they're just kind of uh trying to trying to deal with that and what it means to kind of be the the siblings of this uh this this new celebrity. Uh it's absolutely hilarious. I it's one of those shows I'd heard some good things about. I put it on uh just thinking I'd watch maybe like an episode and I ended up <laughs> I think I watched like four or five episodes on uh last Saturday night. So I literally stayed up till like four o'clock watching this uh the show. But um so it's so funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, it's got some great uh, supporting cast members too. Uh, Rich, <laughs> Richard Kind, who I just adore, uh, he plays the the brothers' uh, uh, agent. Um, but the running gag is he's the agent, but he's also like always doing another side job whenever he's on the phone. So like he'll be like driving Uber or uh, uh, selling like laptops or something like that um it's really funny and then i also uh ken marino (laughs) plays the kids agent and uh the the successful kids agent uh freaking love ken marino i mean he's one of my favorite comedic actors in the world uh most importantly i want to call out the uh their mother all all the kids mother is played by again one of my favorite uh comedic actresses of all time uh molly shannon who yes i have a huge celebrity crush on molly shannon Uh, Don't ask me why, but uh, she is hilarious. I mean, she's amazing, but she's so good as as their mother. And then I don't want to spoil too much, but... The first season is kind of about the the uh, kids' success, and then the second season is, like, she, she, by, because she's his mother, she gets, like, this daytime talk show that becomes the most successful daytime talk show in the world. And it's just hilarious. I love it so much. It's a hilarious show. It's it's amazing. Uh, you know, don't sleep on it like I did, because it really is just as good as everyone says. Uh, so, once again, the name of the show is The Other Two that is on uh, Max. Max. HBO Max. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, teen heartthrobs, I'm going to pass this over to Paul.
3: Oh,
2: why? Thank you, Zach. Um, yeah, that
3: one. I've, I've been seeing that one pop up, and I was wondering about it. So I'll nice. have I well, got that a to convert it.
2: already. Ooh! Zinger.
3: All right. Well, I've <laughs> I've got a I've got a theme this week. Uh, my theme this week is uh, cheesy 1980s sword and sorcery Conan the Barbarian ripoffs, produced by Roger Corman s- featuring playboy playmates and gratuitous amounts of nudity. So my first film is Sorceress from 1982, uh, written by Jim Warnowski and uh, directed by Jack Hill. It's the last thing Jack Hill directed, though it's not credited to him. It's credit to like Robert Stewart or something like that, which is like I think Roger Corman's son's names, but uh, so this this is uh, the name makes no sense at all because apparently Roger Corman just kind of took it to uh, took na- a list of names to a high school and they said yeah that one sounds good. Um, oh, where's this playing? Okay, so Sorceress is playing on Tubi, Plex, and Freevee. Freevee is really the free version on Amazon Prime, by the way, with commercials. Uh, so in it you have uh, Lee and Lynette Harris play uh twin warriors I guess they're warriors there's some magic I don't know there's 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 a a uh satyr that was supposed to be played by Sid Haig, but Roger corman didn't want to pay his fee um there's magic there's nudity there's a there's there is a, a, a the poster does not lie there is a lion with wings though it's the crappiest puppet you've ever seen and does almost nothing um it is trashy it is Silly. And it is sort of the first one of these that Roger Corman did cashing in on uh, Conan the Barbarian. Um, It's definitely no Conan, Uh, but it is it is fun. It is silly. And so that's sorceress, even though, like I said, there's two of them and it's they're not really sorceress. I don't know. There's an evil magician uh there's sword fights there's monsters so again that's sorceress from 1982 playing on 2b plex and freebie and talking about sorceresses i'll pass this to renee
0: well thank you i have a theme this week too (laughs) and my theme is balls so my first (laughs) record yeah yeah i like to keep it short and simple especially after paul's theme you know i thought it would be nice to just offer something really simple so balls uh my first recommendation is girls with balls it is a french yeah it's a french horror comedy and it is about a all girls volleyball team and they are on the road and they take a little bit of a detour and the minivan breaks down and of course they end up in the woods running into a bunch of lunatics who are trying to hunt them down and they basically just have to, you know, put it, you know, get together and really team up and put their differences aside and just try to make the best of this and survive, ultimately. So uh, this movie, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's very campy, kind of over the top. Some of the humor is <laughs> um, odd, but it's, it's pretty good. It, you know, you you get to see a lot of blood and gore uh there's some pretty creative kills and pretty good pacing on it as well also it's short so it's only like an hour and 20 minutes long so if you want like a good cheesy short does not take itself seriously at all kind of horror movie and also how often do you see Mm. french horror comedies so there you go (laughs) it's called girls with balls It's available on netflix and speaking of someone who just told us he doesn't have any balls, I'll send this to you, Bill.
1: Hey, that was hurtful. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still I'm still puzzling over the idea that, listen, I love Sid Haig, but the idea that there was a movie that couldn't afford him? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Sid Haig was in a lot of pretty low-budget movies. Uh, even if the entire budget was his salary, you know, he was working cheap. Y- y- that gives you an okay. idea of,
3: of the the quality of the yeah
1: story. well while you were talking about i went and actually watched the trailer for sorceress and i just want to say <laughs> those are some very special effects <laughs> yeah. apparently that's yeah. why that, jack that, hill I, had his
3: name removed from the film they, that they did not live yeah. up to what he was I, and, told and listen, would
1: be there. well that's the other thing jack hill i like jack hill <laughs> yeah. but a movie so bad jack hill took his name off is also exactly not a ringing endorsement <laughs> So in other words this is definitely going on my list of things that uh, decades of horror the 1980s has got to do. Oh yeah,
3: it's 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 cheesy fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, um, let's see. So my next film doesn't have Nazis, but it does have the one of the actors who played a Nazi in Sisu. He's he's got these really nice blue eyes and you know, he's just kind of looking German, although yeah. I think in this movie he's actually maybe Norwegian or something. I don't know. It's called The Trip from, 19, from, from no, 19... 2021. It is on Netflix as well. It's in... I don't know. It's in some other language because its original title is La onde Daja. I don't know. They're Norwegian. It's got... um, uh, What's her name? Oh, shoo, shoo, shoo. Hold on here. Um, Numi Rapace, who was the original girl with the dragon tattoo. Mm. She's great. And it's about a... Oh. Uh, a kind of let's just say a dysfunctional... Uh, this marriage cannot be saved. A writer director and his actress wife and maybe neither of them are all that great at what they do or you know it's been a little disappointing on both fronts and they decide to head off to um, a little lakeside cabin out of the way alone in the woods where nobody can witness that at least one of them is planning to murder the other
0: Mm.
1: not spoiling anything because that's pretty obvious early on but there's some twists and then the twists have twists, and then things get even twistier, and more is introduced, and it all starts tying together. And it's a lot of fun. It's hard to say it's a comedy, but it's got some very funny bits. It's got some great characters. I really just, I, I love this film. I had a great time with it. I don't know if it's, um, yeah, it does have subs, but you know, come on, just... Put down the computer and watch the dang film, read the subtitles, <laughs> listen to it in its original, whatever the hell, and um, enjoy this. It's it's just a, a really great thing. Watch it with someone you love. And if they laugh at the wrong parts when they're sleeping, leave the house and don't come back so, uh, That's the trip on Netflix. And I throw this back to someone who is the furthest thing... From a Nazi that I could ever imagine. (laughs) But definitely someone who I could well imagine his
2: girlfriend plotting his demise, Zach. Oh, (laughs) I'm not entirely sure what to make of that last comment, Um, Hmm. unless uh, it's, you know, because I've admitted that I have a celebrity crush on uh, Molly Ah. Shannon. But I think that's, I mean, celebrity crushes are allowed, right? I don't know. I guess I'll find out when she listens to this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, for my second recommendation, I've got a uh, another TV show, and it's actually one that I'm kind of surprised we haven't mentioned on here. And that might be because, personally, I have a, a bit of a love-hate relationship with this show. Uh, this is based on uh, a best-selling book that was made into a not-so-successful uh, film, um, but then the franchise went on to be very successful. And in 2013... Uh, they made a TV show based on the Hannibal books, and uh, the, the name of the show is Hannibal, mm. uh, appropriately enough. Um, so this is, uh, for, for those of you who aren't familiar w- with the lore, uh, there, before Silence of the Lambs, there was uh, Red Dragon, which was all about uh, a, an FBI agent who uh, had actually helped capture Hannibal Lecter and now needs his help on uh, another case. And the show's kind of interesting if you're a Hannibal head, like myself, and you like the books, Mm. you like the movies. uh, The show starts out as kind of a prequel to uh, Red Dragon, and then it it kind of uh, adapts Red Dragon, and then it kind of goes into um, some of the other material from the book. So it's kind of an interesting show. Uh, Personally, I kind of uh, dislike the thing that apparently a lot of fans love, which is uh, they kind of turn <laughs> Will Graham and Hannibal Lecter into uh, I don't know. They kind of turn them into a, a bit of an item. They add some sexual tension between them, which uh, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Except uh, in Red Dragon, uh, Hannibal Lecter is literally like the boogeyman to Will Graham. I mean, this would be like if they made a new yeah. Halloween movie and had Laurie Strode like fall for Michael Myers. It just doesn't make oh, any God. sense. Um, don't, don't count that. that out. Being said. What? What's that? Don't count <laughs> that out on app. Uh, oh God! Hope, Don't give him idea. Yeah. Well, all the all the Hollywood executives that are are busy not making movies right now are you know probably hmm. wasting their time listening uh, to podcasts and oh God, maybe maybe I just gave them an idea. But anyways, um, Hugh Dancy plays Will Graham. I, I think he's great. Uh, you got uh, Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal Lecter. Uh, Who's there? Have been I mean, Hannibal Lecter has been uh, portrayed by some of the I think greatest living actors, and he does a pretty good job. He he's up there with them. Uh, Not the best Hannibal Lecter though, but uh, he's he's definitely good. And then you also have Lawrence Fishburne as Jack Crawford. I mean, amazing cast, uh, phenomenal. Uh, It ran for three seasons. This is also, by the way, I should mention when I first saw the show, uh, this is probably the most graphic uh, network TV show I've ever seen, and I was kind of amazed that. Uh, like I remember back in the day when I don't know, like the X Files was extreme. Um, but anyways, um, the, the the reason I'm I'm mentioning this now is actually uh, uh, not just because it's a good show, but because uh, there's actually a certain episode. If you don't want to watch the entire show, uh, there is a certain episode. I believe it's episode four of season one uh, when Will Graham's basically just. It's kind of a procedural at the beginning. Will Graham's just going around solving a bunch of cases. And uh there is uh, an episode which features Molly Shannon. only she's not being funny. she's being oh. uh, really crazy because I think she's a, if I remember correctly, she's a psychopath that like convinces kids to kill their families or something like that. so it's uh it's good. It's uh definitely not the uh classic Molly Shannon. Uh, that you remember from saturday night live um but as i i, I kind of wanted to mention this because i think she's really good in it she's really creepy and you don't really get to see her in a lot of uh dramatic roles so um you can watch that episode uh, episode four or you know you can just start the season and, and you'll get there pretty quickly um but uh hannibal is on hulu uh, and obviously uh don't confuse this with the uh the awful 2001 film of the same name uh, don't watch that. That's even worse than this show. So, all right, not worse than this show. I like the show, but uh, it it has fewer redeeming qualities in the show. But, anyways, uh, speaking of uh, uh, people who are probably on a list somewhere, uh, Paul, uh, what's your <laughs> next recommendation? Why, thank you, Zach.
3: So we're actually going to take a step up here from Sorceress. So Sorceress, mm. like I said, was one of the first ones that that Roger Corman did. Uh, 1982 shot in mexico Eh, admittedly it's it's pretty low rent and not that great but it's Still kind of fun in a really cheesy sort of way. Um, this one steps up. I mean, that one Sorceress had a 4.2 on IMDb. This, I mean, 4.4. This goes up to a 4.6. We're talking Death Stalker from 1983, shot in, I believe, Argentina. Um, this one they even like sprung for uh, Boris Vallejo to do the poster. Um, and this one is this yeah. one's I, it's really is a step up. I think in terms of production quality if that can be a word ever used with roger gorman um he actually had some pretty extensive sets uh this one you've got a me, <clears throat> a warrior with named death stalker and you've got again an evil magician though the evil magician does have this cool little monster sidekick that is pretty much a straight puppet um He's got – Deathstalker has some other companions with him, one of which is a, a female warrior who is – fights warrior. topless a good portion of the time. Uh, you've got Barbie Benton uh, who is a uh, – she's like a kidnapped princess or something, I mean, and there's magic something, something, something. The plot doesn't really matter. There does – they are putting together a, a – this is sort of almost like the classic martial arts uh, um, trope of having a tournament. So you have a lot of fighting. You have a big, you really do have like pig head monster guys that he fights. And uh, this one's, again, a little bit, I'd say it's higher quality than Sorcerer, Sorceress. Uh, I'm not going to say it's the greatest high quality, but, um, but they did go on to make three other sequels. The second of which was actually written by Jim Wynorski, who wrote Sorceress. Anyway, so where the hell is this playing, Paul? Good question. Why it's playing on Fubo, Roku Channel, Tubi, Crackle, Pluto, Shout TV plex and freebie so that's death stalker again i would say if you had to only pick one of these two uh go watch conan the barbarian instead but if you can't watch that one i'd say death stalker is is definitely a bit more uh bang for your buck it's a lot more fun um they're they're both fun but this one you're it is, is a step up in quality and uh talking about a step up in quality i'll pass this to renee <laughs>
0: Well, thank you very much. Well, I bet you'd never guess, but my second recommendation is Dodgeball. Yay. Hey. Yes, that's right. This movie is a bit of a classic, but you know, maybe maybe it went under your radar. Who knows? So, this has a pretty good cast. It has Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor and just oh my goodness, a lot, a lot of cameos from a lot of really wonderful people, and I can pretty well guarantee you've probably seen a meme from this movie at least once so this movie is pretty great it is about a group of people that work at a small town gym and they take part in a dodgeball tournament in order to save the gym so it's wild it's crazy it's over the top but it is so much fun and it's very enjoyable and uh yeah so that's my recommendation it is dodgeball and you can watch that on HBO Max or Directv. That's right. I'm still saying HBO Max.
3: If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball.
0: And on that note, does anybody have anything to sing us out with?
2: Anybody have any songs? Hope I'm hoping there's a song from Sorceress and/or Deathstalker. Yeah, there, yes. there might have been. Sorceress. I'm not
3: sure. I couldn't really think of one. So I, uh, I I I I did the you know the 2023 thing, and I I asked ChatGPT what would be an appropriate uh, song. I did tell him that the, the the segment was called Here Come the Boobies. And uh, so uh, it suggested Milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I can teach you, but you have to charge. And I don't really know the rest of the song. so you just have to loop that indefinitely. <laughs> 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 so
0: there you go.
3: That's all I get.